Hello, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Marissa Hagler. My pronouns are she, her, and welcome to Hurdling Through Hard Times. Today, I'm back with my partner, Dee. Hey, everyone. I'm Dee. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we're back talking about relationships. Today is a part two of our episode from last week because we originally were going to talk about both, and then we just, like, babbled on about healthy relationships, so... <laughs> Now we're here to talk about the unhealthy side of relationships, as well as we're going to talk about long distance, and then we also have a bunch of questions that you guys sent in, so we're going to get into all of that stuff. So first, D, what color is your heart today? Um, I'll probably say the color is like a brown. I'm a little bit more relaxed. Mm. Brown just makes me relaxed for some reason. Like I think Ooh. about fall, and so like it just makes me relaxed. But this morning started out kind of iffy kind of like a dracula day where i just felt blah wait what, what's a dracula day it's kind of like explain it kind of like the movie you know how he just feels like blah all the time blah like, blah blah yeah exactly he that's doesn't feel blah. no but like <laughs> he does feel blah sometimes yeah but i don't yeah okay anyways but it started out kind of slow but it's gotten good because the weather's good so yeah dracula just means that you're having like a blah 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 day yes because like dracula says blah 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 <laughs> um but yeah is that is that all your explanation or do you yeah no that's everything okay i'm just stalling because i don't know what i want to say um mine is mm, i don't know like a light blue like how the sky looks right now not that you can see the sky on the thing but i can see the sky and the color of the sky at the moment is the color that i'm feeling just because feeling clear clear-minded good feeling happy excited it's just so nice out today it's 75 which is the warmest that it's been for a little while so we're just excited to go outside after this and read we're gonna read our books because now i'm i finished reminders of him this morning by colleen hoover so now i'm starting one of us one is of, lying one of us is lying one yeah. of us is lying yeah so i'm excited for that and d gets to start their book <laughs> That yeah. they didn't start the love hypothesis and then i'll go ahead and start the harry potter series yes. after that yes what house are you share it oh my god do you not remember what house you are gryffindor i'm gryffindor yes yes i know i know we're both gryffindor you hesitated no it's because i was thinking okay well my patronus is a dolphin do you remember what yours is? I don't think I ever took the test, no. We'll take it later, and I can let you guys know. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are our colors today. So now we can move into everything with unhealthy relationships. So getting right into unhealthy relationships, this is just like, this is just stuff for you guys to kind of reflect on, because I think every relationship has aspects that are like a little unhealthy. So like, we can acknowledge when like, we've done stuff that like, wasn't healthy or something like in past relationships in our relationship now, like we aren't perfect, which is why I think that we, we can talk about this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so first we have manipulation. So like, like you oftentimes, like it'll make you feel insecure and like your partner is comparing you to others and making you feel crazy that like you're wrong or like, so then you're overthinking about everything. And like, it goes into like gaslighting, refusing to compromise, mood swings, love bombing, like kind of bringing everything in at once. Like, there's a lot of ways that manipulation pulls into unhealthy parts of a relationship. And sometimes it's not even supposed to be manipulation necessarily. Like partners will say things without meaning to be manipulative, but like 
sometimes they are. Like, it's, like, getting you to do things or, like, um, guilt, guilting you into doing it, I guess. Like, an extreme one would be, like, I'm going to kill myself if you, like, don't talk to me anymore or something. Like, I've heard that happen in friends' relationships. I had a, someone do that to me in, like, a t- it was literally a talking stage. Like, psychopaths. Literal psychopaths. You got anything the on that? The talking stage? Yeah, we were in the talking stage, and this girl, oh my god, she was crazy. Like, she was one that, like, wouldn't let me off the phone, like, to do anything. Oh, like, she wanted to, like, sleep the on the phone. The one that you mentioned in the last, in yeah, the last episode. Yeah, and, like, she, oh my god, she was, she was crazy. Oh my god, because, like, then when I was, like, this is unhealthy, she was, like, I'm gonna kill myself if you, like, stop caring about me or, like, try to leave. So then I just blocked her on everything, so I don't know... If what ended up happening? Yeah, with I don't that. know what her th- deal is, but I'm assuming she's alive and well. So yeah, manipulation is like bad. Do you have anything on? I that? mean, yeah, I feel like even if, like Riz said, like if you are not trying to be manipulative, it could still happen. Like, yeah, I know in the past I am guilty of that. Um, in some of my relationships back then, like love bombing was a bad thing with me. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, you're gonna like somewhat leave. Okay, let me just go ahead and like put everything on you so that yeah. way you don't leave me. Like, I am guilty of that. And that's something, like, I've worked on. Mm-hmm. But, like, the younger, like, high school, you know, barely figuring out what I wanted. I was like, That's what you well, feel like you need to do. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, well, at the time, I was like, yes, this is right. And then, like, I realized how it made my significant other feel. And then at the end, I was like, okay, well, they're staying now, so I'm fine. Because you can yeah. kind of get in that habit. And it's like, you you don't need to do that. Like, right. just if they're going to go, you, you got to let them go. Yeah, and, like, with that like the mood swing sort of thing so yeah it's like like some days are really good some days are really bad like that is annoying because yeah. the mood swings can even happen within a couple seconds like it can be really good and then really bad and like then they'll start manipulating you to make you feel like it's your fault that they feel that way like I know I think we've both gone through that a little bit a little like, bit yeah and it's just it's, like with each other no Oh, I mean, like, like in the past. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, okay. I have in the past. Not with. The, oh, okay. I don't well, think I would, we do that with each other, do we? I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I no, I mean, like, um, just in general, like we've had that kind of yeah. stuff in the past with yeah. like previous partners. Like, I I know I've just had so many crazy experiences. Like, right. after I got out of my first like big relationship, I really just like explored the world. Yeah. And like, there were just a lot of psychos out there. Yeah. Like, like you felt free, but at the same time, it's like you were not free with some of no, the people. No, and I hated the hoe phase. Like, at the time, I was like, attention is fun, but then I was like, but if they find out about each other, that's <laughs> not good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we've all gone through a host stage, so you guys can't even come at me for that. I know, yeah, right, you're making a face. I know, I know you, I know you. When I first met Dee, I thought that they were a player. Oh, my. I, like, I was, like, ooh. Like, I'm getting, like, F-boy vibes, you know? Okay, but I was, yeah. like, attracted to it, so I was, like, hey. And I am, like, literally the biggest. You're the biggest simp. Like, you're the opposite of, like, what I just, like, had thought, you know? Like, the first impression, I was, like. Mm, they're gonna play me so hard and I am fine with it <laughs> but I think is that all we got on manipulation yeah then? okay you want to move into the next one yeah so the next one we talk about is deflecting responsibility that one is a big thing because it can lead into like like an example would be like you're being dramatic so like you know you're in the wrong but you're trying to put it on your partner and mm-hmm. saying like you're the one that's being dramatic even though you're right and that could also like 
that could also start to break trust because like if your partner doesn't think that you know what you're doing then there's not going to be any trust there so like it could lead into gaslighting it could be like oh no you did this so i did this Mm -hmm. and it's just like it is not healthy at all like you need to be able to take your own responsibility so that way that respect is there for each other because like we talked about last week how like respect and trust are like really really big like with communication and boundaries like having trust is really important and so then when you're like your significant other is deflecting responsibilities saying like this isn't my fault this is your fault you did this like you made me do this that's another one like you made me do this right like no no like if you lost trust a long time ago like you that's on you you didn't bring it up you didn't do anything like that's on you like if they maybe like say they cheated on you or something and they were drunk they're like well you made me feel this way so you made me cheat on you like you made me get drunk and like hit you or anything that's them deflecting their responsibility of knowing their actions no matter what caused them were still their actions like that's not okay exactly anything with that yeah that that's yeah that's that's pretty much just like just own up to what you know you're doing wrong or if like your partner's bringing it up kind of just ask them okay well in what ways am i doing this so that way you can actually own up to it right um the next one that we have is hoping for change which I found a quote on this one, which is why we're talking about this one. But it is, no matter how attractive their potential may be, you still have to date their reality. I'll say that again. No matter how attractive their potential may be, you still have to date their reality. And, I mean, like, it kind of says it all. Like, just because you think you can change them, which was something that I thought when I was younger, like, I was like, oh, I can change them. Yeah. I can, I can fix them. <laughs> like, they're, they're hurting. Like, I kind of went through that, I think, in the with you when you were going through your kind of, like, yeah, family I, issues and stuff. You did try to help me. I'm not saying, like, I wasn't grateful for it. I was. But no, you tried to no. fix me whenever yeah. I couldn't really fix myself. Like, I just wasn't in the mindset of, like, they need to wallow in what they're feeling. I was like. You just wanted to make it better. Yeah. You wanted me to be okay. <laughs> that's that's what you wanted to do. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But. And, like, it was it was good intentions. But. But it was not. Like, I was thinking, like, I can fix this. I can fix you. Like. Go back to the way we were, like, right. a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, because we were at a different place than we were a month from then. And so, like. I still had to date the reality of who you were at the time, like, you had changed. Exactly. But, like, you had reasons for that. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, like, big changes in your life and things like that. Like, I couldn't necessarily fix you or fix the issues, so, like, I, I just needed to kind of, like, understand that, I guess. Yeah. And once I realized that, like, that was a big, like, breakthrough for us, I guess, and then I learned more about, like, how you kind of have to wallow in your feelings where, like, I I personally, like, feel more comfortable crying now or, like, when I need to cry, I like when people support that decision, which is something that I don't remember if I've probably posted the episode. Yeah, I did. It was about – it was in my college life episode where I talked Mm. about, like, crying is okay. Oh, yes, yes. But, like, you – it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel your feelings. Like, if you don't feel them, like, D wasn't exactly feeling their feelings for a little while, and they were kind of pushing them in and shoving them down and trying to be okay, but, like, that weight gets really heavy on your shoulders. Yeah. It gets heavy on it your It affects body. your mood. It affects, like, everything that you do yeah. and, like, daily activities. Yeah, so then it was, like, eventually you just have to, like, you have to open exactly. up and feel it. Yeah, and then, like, going into hoping for change, um, I had a relationship in high school, and my family, oh, it affected my family because, like, you can hope for change as one, but, like, with everyone around you that loves you and supports you, it's also affecting them because once they see mm-hmm. you 
literally putting 100% into somebody else to try to fix them, it's it's not going to work out because, like, your family's there trying to help you whenever you're not even helping yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, with my previous partner um, in high school, I was just trying to fix her family problems. I was trying to fix her, make her the way I am with my family. And, like, that's not something that everyone does because I'm super close with my family. Like, we talk all the time, good relationships here and there. Like, you know, we have our times. Everyone does. Yeah, but, like, my family, they're, like, D, like, you know, this isn't, like, what you want. I'm, like, yes, it is. I was in high school. I was, like, oh, this is the person. We don't know what we want. Exactly. And so, like, I'm just saying, like, hoping for change can also not only affect you, but it could also affect the people around you. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, So, like, leading into that is belittling. So this is kind of, like, questioning what your partner does, like, comparing their actions to somebody else. Like, for example, like, with emotions, like, oh, you're not good with your emotions, but my previous partner was. So like, why can't you just be like them? Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is not okay. Like, if they're constantly comparing you to somebody else, you need to stop and, like, ask yourself, am I what this person wants, or am I just trying to, like, fit fit in the puzzle to what they need? Like, fit the mold? Exactly. Like Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's what I was, that I was trying to, like, finish your sentence. Yeah, 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 you got it. That, that's what <laughs> I was trying to say. Well, because, like, um, an example that came to my mind was, like, if, say your significant other then compares you to your friends and is like well you don't look as pretty as this friend or you aren't as good at your sport as this friend or like this person or as me like comparing yourself them comparing you to even themselves like saying like well I do more around the house I do this like you don't do anything like especially when you do stuff it's not like that they don't do anything because I think it's different if like say like you're doing the dishes while they do like maybe some of like the like general cleaning and then they try to tell you that like you don't do anything in the house exactly would be different than like if you were sitting on the couch all day while they did like laundry cleaning dishes food like everything you know so like I feel like there's a line for some of it but definitely like you shouldn't be questioning what you're doing especially when what you're doing is like right you know and I feel like we, we all think that what we're doing is right so this is one of those times where like you have to own up to that responsibility. Yeah, like, same to, thing. And, yeah. like, talking to your support system about things. Because oftentimes, like, how, like, Dee said, like, their family kind of said something to them. of Like, hey, like, this relationship isn't really that healthy. Yeah. Like, listening to the people around you that know the relationship from an outside perspective. Because, like... You won't like, see it while you're in it. Yeah. Because, like, we can say, like, we know our relationship better than anyone else. But, like... We also have a really strong attachment to each other. So if there were issues, we might not see them or be able to, do, like, address them. Yeah, like, blinded by it. Right. Like, we're blinded by the love and the honeymoon phase. Exactly. Or, you know, whatever. Like, we're, we're blinded by our emotions for each other to where we can't clearly think about what's good or not for us. Exactly. Yeah. I, th- I think that that kind of sums that one up. Yeah. Do you, Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the next one that we have is jealousy. So jealousy... It can lead to mistrust, and, like, we talk a lot about trust, and, like, it can cause you to be paranoid, and I know I have had that happen in, like, previous, like, situationships, I guess, like, just feeling kind of paranoid, and mine wasn't always necessarily from jealousy, but, like, like, about maybe, like, my significant other's ex, like, stuff like that, like, um, when I was, like, in a relationship with my ex, but their ex was still, like, bothering them talking to them and th- like that's kind of like that kind of freaks you out and you're like yeah why are you talking yeah, like to why your are ex? you talking to your ex <laughs> right like, like yeah. that that kind of stuff is just like 
Well, like, even if you know in, like, back, in the back of your mind, like, they really aren't doing anything. Like, it's just, like, the ex being crazy or, like, the, like they have a friendship. Like, that jealousy is still going to be there because you're going to be, like... Because, like, that's my person now. Yeah, like, you like, had them. They're like, not yours go away. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think Riss had a little bit of jealousy. You you do. You show... Come on. Okay. No. Me? Jealous? That's crazy. Oh, they're making a face at me. <laughs> you can't see it, but they're making a scary face. <laughs> what else do you have on jealousy? Um, so jealousy, like, you may not think that you're jealous, but, like, like a form of jealousy could be, like, oh, like, if your partner says they're going out, and, like, let's say, like, you do have their location, or, like, you have their friends on Snap, and, like, you're just sitting there, like, constantly checking where mm-hmm. they're at, or, like, ca- trying to see, like, if their friends post. Or texting like, them. Exactly, and you're just constantly, like, nagging on to them. That is jealousy because, like, you're jealous that they're with somebody else. Even if it's, like, family or friends, like, it can be in different ways. Like, it could show it different ways. Yeah, and something that people get confused often that I just thought of was, like, jealousy and envy. So, like, jealousy is specifically about relationships. So, like, when we're looking into jealousy, we're looking into, like, friendships, relationships with family and right, stuff like exactly. that. Like, you might be jealous of, like, maybe a friendship that your significant other has that you don't. Yeah. Or, like... Like, I don't know, you're scared that their friend likes your partner. You exactly. Know, whatever. Like, like, even though they're not probably, like, right. going for them. Like, that's just a strong it's friendship. Just like, yeah, it's just, like, one of those things that you think about that you're, like, um. Exactly. And that's when trust comes in because yeah. if, you, if you trust your partner, like, I have full trust in D. I know that, like, yeah. they're not going to go out hanging out with, like, other girls that they would then have, like, relationships with. Right. Like, you know, like... <laughs> like, all of their, like, girlfriends are, like, their best friends. Exactly. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that they would ever cheat on me you know exactly yeah stuff like that yeah jealousy is just I think everyone goes through it everyone has it, even if it's minor like Mm -hmm. I've also struggled with jealousy in the past so that's also a big one for me like I've gotten better at but like I know it's still there sometimes I'm like okay D like yeah calm down don't do what like you used to do but it's just that like you you see it that yeah you have to be able to see it and like own up to it same mm -hmm. thing like with responsibility you have to be able to own up to these things because you're not always going to be right right you are not always going to be right and you kind of i mean i'm always right but like for everyone else like you have to accept that you're not always right oh Oh they're giving me a look again they're giving me a look but i i know i'm always right so it's fine (laughs) they just rolled their you can roll those back roll them back (laughs) right oh that was funny okay you want to move into yeah so the next one we're gonna be talking about is lack of self-care so for me this is a big one because So whenever I was seeing a counselor last semester, I was going through a lot. Like, I was trying to, like, be okay for risk whenever I was going through my family stuff. And then, because I really wanted it. I really wanted it, but I didn't know how to do it. So I was just trying to do that before, like, I could, like, actually help myself. So, like, the quote I go by is, I should have became me before we became a we. Period. So, like, exactly. So, like, you have to be able to become yourself. You have to be able to identify what's going on with you before you can even try to do it with somebody else. So, Mm -hmm. like, at the time, like, I didn't know why I didn't want physical touch. At the time, I didn't know, like, why I couldn't explain how I was feeling. Yeah. So, at the time, like, I was trying to be with risk, but at the same time, I was trying to help myself. So, like, I definitely should have become me before I was trying to make a we. Um, One other thing on that is, like, uh, there was, like, an an analogy that we saw. Not we. Me. I saw. (laughs) me before we got it so it was like this like glass analogy which like a lot of people probably know what I'm talking about but it's like if 
you are one glass and someone else is another glass and you have like nothing in your glass, like you can't be expected to give to someone else, you know? So like D went through a phase where we were together and they had nothing in their glass. There was nothing that they could give me. They had yeah. to work on getting stuff for themselves before they could be with me, exactly. help me, things like that. Yeah. But some people think that they can make imaginary water <laughs> and pour it into people and it's just not how it works. Like you have to be okay as a person and you have to be okay like as a cup with your water in it and then be able to give to someone else. But like it goes to being a people pleaser as well. Like yeah. people pleasers only have so much water and they'll try to keep pouring it into everyone else's cups until they run out. And then they're like, crap, what yeah. do I do? And like, we're both people pleasers. Oh yeah, so like, thousand percent. It's like when one of us gives too much, like mm -hmm. then the other tries to be like, oh here, I can help you. Like, let me give you my part. Yeah. And it's like, then the other one's like left out. And it's mm -hmm. like, you just, you just have to be able to take care of yourself and like self-care days. Like make sure you know what you're doing. Because there was a day where I told Riz, I had just got back from California, and we were making plans all week to see each other. But I just, like, I bailed, and I was like, I need a self-care day. Mm -hmm. When in reality, I just didn't want to talk about my feelings. Yeah. So, like... Avoidance. Exactly. Ex <laughs> okay, yes, exactly. But <laughs> just please remember that I should become a me before we become a we. Period. So the next one that we have is talking about isolation, and... This is, like, when it comes to only seeing your partner and not seeing your friends anymore. So, like, I know specific people that we were talking about yesterday that Dee didn't know we were talking about, but now they know okay, who Okay, I know who about. we're talking about now. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Like, only being with their significant others, not hanging out with friends, not even really, like, at this point having any friends because, like, they only hang out with their significant other. Like, that's not healthy. That's, like, I know that you may love your significant other, but let's be honest, you don't need to be with your significant other 24-7. Like, I know that it feels like you do sometimes. And sometimes, like, maybe you need a couple days with them. But, like, that's when balance comes into these next couple points. Because, like, you can't be expected to be with your significant other all the time. You need to have a break. You need to have space. You need to do your own things, you know? That's kind yeah, of what so I have like, on that. So, like, like, different perspectives is, like, isolation. Like, it could be, like, not seeing your friends anymore. But also going into, like, the family part, it's kind of like, oh, my partner wants to hang out, so, like, I'm going to cancel plans with my family and, like, yeah. go with them. Like, that is also something in the past that was very big with me. Like, I know my best friend, um, we went through this last summer whenever I was in my relationship. Um, I just got really caught up with her, and I kind of didn't see my friends anymore. Like, I wasn't texting them, and so then, like, we stopped, become we stopped being friends. And, like, that kind of sucked because when I needed her, I realized that I was only going to her when I needed her. I wasn't mm -hmm. being that true friend and was like, hey, like, how are you doing? Hey, I miss you. It was more of just like, oh, she made me mad. So, hey, best friend, I'm going to go to you. Like, yeah. that's just like, that's just yeah. not right. Like, and I, and I realized what I did and we talked about it. But that is something that everyone struggles with because, like, when you're in that puppy love face, you like, you want oh to gosh. always be with each yes. other. And, like. That's okay, like Riz said, at times, but also you have to be able to balance it. So, like, don't neglect your friends. Don't neglect your family because if something happens, like, you need you need those people. And even without a significant other, I have a friend that does this where, like, she will only contact me when she, like, needs something. And, like, that just kind of hurts on my end. So, right. like, this part isn't it doesn't always go into being in a relationship. Like, sometimes isolation is just, like, without anyone. Exactly. And, like, they just 
forget about everyone around them and they only reach out when they like need something like I've had friends like use me in the past for things and like only reach out to me when they like want something from me like like that bothers me you know yeah because it's like oh you know you didn't need me then like why like you don't want to hang out with me just for fun or like to catch up like you just want to hang out to only like listen to you or to like do things for you or to like get things from me like yeah that that is annoying and I think that that also is something that a partner could do yeah where like when you are isolated with that partner like it's all about them and like that's when I think balance goes into like you then being dependent on exactly them. yeah so like being b- dependent it's like it's okay to be dependent on each other like I'm not saying like it's 100% bad like it's okay like some days like I need risks a little bit more mm-hmm. than she might need me but if you're constantly needing more and more from your partner, you're becoming a little too emotionally dependent on them. So, like, there was one point last semester where I was too dependent on Riz because I, was, I wasn't I was okay. I wanted mm-hmm. her to reassure me that, like, I was okay. I wanted her to reassure me that I was doing everything right. When in reality, I can easily do that myself. Yeah. But, like, it was just constantly draining from risk and I know she didn't have a problem with the reassurance but it's like it just got too excessive it got way too much and so and eventually we communicated that exactly I said that I needed less of this from you or more of this from you like or like we if we needed to try to like take a break for a little bit which like the break did not work um it only lasted like what two days yeah not (laughs) not even not even yeah we yeah it didn't like we we tried and it was just like um, uh, we can't no. be friends <laughs> we yeah like we need we need more yeah so like overall just like one partner shouldn't be doing all the work like it, it doesn't even have to go with like reassurance it could be like gift giving like the five love languages like making effort like it needs to be from both sides right like you becoming because once your partner leaves like if they were to leave you're left with nothing. Like, what are you going to do? Like, like you don't have your support system because you made your entire life revolve around this person. Around that one person. Like, you don't have like, that community around you right. anymore. And, like, we uh, we kind of talked about last week with, like, some days we are 50-50, others we need to be 90-10. But, like, we do communicate that. We need to communicate that. You need to communicate that with your partner, future partner, whoever. Like, it shouldn't always be on one partner to communicate those things and it shouldn't be only on one partner to be emotionally dependent. And sometimes both of you are emotionally dependent. Like we got to that point last semester where like we were both emotionally dependent on each other. We can admit that. Yeah. But like we noticed it, acknowledged it, like set boundaries and grew from it. And now like we're a lot better with each other. I'd say. Yeah. So like by that, like that kind of leads into ignoring your needs yeah so like with this it could be like dismissing your feelings because you're afraid to be a burden uh like this kind of goes into i think okay yes i do this a lot okay Mm -hmm. so like being a people pleaser you know all people pleasers out there you just want to express how you feel but you don't want to tell them hey this is how i'm feeling because you're like oh they're gonna get annoyed oh i'm sorry like i'm just kind of (laughs) putting everything on you like i do that a little too much because like i'm always scared that, like, it does, it's not really a big you deal. You overthink it. I overthink it. I'm like, oh, my feelings aren't a big deal. Like, I can help somebody else. Like, that's what I do. And so, like, ignoring your needs is going to come down. Like, it's going to fall on you in the end. Because, like, if you're not sitting there taking care of yourself and, like, actually, like, oh, I feel this way and it's okay to feel this way, you need to be able to validate your own feelings without having someone else to do that for you. Yeah, I think, I think you pretty much said it all. I mean, like, it's just important to remember that, like, your feelings do matter. Yeah. And, like, if 
they don't matter if your partner makes you feel like they don't matter like that's another communication thing that you need like you need to tell your partner that this is how they're making you feel and like that goes into the belittling thing like right like just it's okay to want to express your feelings it's okay to have the happy feelings and want to express it like risk um this kind of goes into it like um last month maybe we went on a date and we were having a reading date and Riz got like great news about her podcast with the guy and like Riz kept saying sorry she was like sorry sorry like I'm just so excited and I was like why are you saying sorry like this is good for you like because she felt like she was ruining our date she felt like she was being a burden and I like I had to sit there and tell her hey like this is really good for you so like it's okay like your feelings are validated it's not affecting me at all but like she started to feel like she was ignoring Mm -hmm. me whenever like you know, that's really great news. Yeah, like, I I remember, like, I just was, like, jumping up and down. Like, I was dancing. She was like, so excited. Like, she couldn't I, stay still. Yeah, she couldn't like, stay still. Which is very, like, like I, I don't always need to fidget or, like, move around like Dee does. But, like, <laughs> call out. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I just could not keep myself still in that moment because I was just so, like, overwhelmed with emotions. And, like, I felt so bad about it. And I was like, I'm sorry, you're trying to read. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm being loud. I'm sorry, I keep talking. Like, like, those are ways of, like, I, trying I to ignore. I do that a lot, where I'll say, like, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. Like, I, d- yeah. I did that last night. We she were, did. <laughs> we were laying down, and I just, like, I just She had so talking. much energy. I had, yeah, because Dee wanted my, like, one of my bangs, and so then I, I had a couple sips of it at, like, what time? It was probably, like, a good 7, like, like 7 p.m., Like, 6 maybe. or 7-ish, yeah. while we were, we were moving around my room, and then by, like, it was, like, 9 30 10 probably like 10 probably like 10 we were laying in bed and that's like when it really hit me and I was like oh my god I can't still I have so many thoughts going through my brain like I really just need to keep talking and like they were tired and I knew that they were tired but I just like kept like looking at them and talking to them and bothering them like touching them and like they didn't even see my patience was there my patience my patience was there patience because I wanted I would have wanted to kill you if that were (laughs) the other way around like I would have been like oh my god get off of me yeah you you're growing on I'm I'm growing on you. Yeah, you are. But your patients are getting bigger. Yeah. Like <laughs> overall just know that your feelings are validated and it's okay to feel the way that you feel. Like it shouldn't have yeah. to feel like a burden and if it does to the point where you're like, "Oh, I can't even do this without them feeling this way." You need to sit back and ask yourself like, "Is this really like is this healthy? Is this is this what I want?" Right. I agree with that. And the next one that we're kind of kind of talk about is guilting and like it's like they're never letting you forget things that happened in the past or bringing up the past and they'll say things like you owe them you don't owe them anything no you don't owe someone anything and that's like a bit of manipulation in there too like the guilting because like if they're bringing up things from the past they'll keep saying like they'll keep bringing it up you know like yeah just because something happens in the past once and then they use that an excuse once like, as an excuse once, whoa, that didn't come out right. <laughs> um, then they'll use it again and again and again and again. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is getting to be a lot. Like, they'll use the same excuses over and over. And it's like, you can't. Like, that's old. You can't like, keep, like, yeah, that happened last year. That happened four years ago. Why are you still bringing this up? This yeah. is, like, multiple times. Like, get over it, you yeah. know? Like, the guilty can go into the manipulation part because it's, like, yeah, you're still using that stuff. Like, even though you guys probably already solved that, but they're still using that against you. It's, like, it happened before. And, like, yeah. guilting, it's, like I said, I've kind of felt a little bit more of, like, the unhealthy stuff within, like, previous partners but also within myself. So, like, 
I held grudges here and there. I'm like, oh, well, like, you went here, so, like, why are you going to do it again if you know that, like, it made me feel that way? Right. And so, like, it's just, like, constant. Like, I remember in previous relationships, they would do something, like, that didn't make me feel comfortable, but then they would be like, oh, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Or, like, because I like it. Yeah, because I like it, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, then why did you ask me how I felt about it? Like, yes, you asked me, but at the same time, like, I would sit there and kind of guilt them. I'd be like, well, you asked me, like, you don't even care. Just kind of, like, I wasn't owning up to, like, how I was feeling. Yeah. And so you just like Riz said, you gotta be able to just know Not when that's happening. It. You gotta you gotta recognize it. You gotta do something about it. You gotta say something about it. Yeah, I think that that goes into guilting. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we came to the end of all of our unhealthy stuff. So next, we get to talk about long distance. Jumping right into things with long distance. So all distances are different and affect everyone in different ways. So like some distances, others can stand and others can't. So, like, we personally spent a month apart for, it was over a 1,000 miles away, which was how many hours? Uh, it's 14 hours. 14 hours of a drive. That's a lot of hours to drive. A lot. And it taught us a lot about what we need in our relationship. Like, I realized how much I really do crave physical touch, which is something that I had already kind of previously learned. But, like, you realized it once it hit. But then I, like, really couldn't have it, and I was like, oh, my gosh <laughs> like I need to just like be sitting next to you like I just need to be like near you or just like quality time with you I guess yeah like in person I guess like it was just like different over the phone yeah like as much as I did love being on the phone because like that was the only way I could see you and talk to you it was still annoying and like now we're an hour apart which for some people it's hard for some people it's not it kind of just depends I don't know, like, other people do, like, two and a half hours or so, and I think even for us, like, some people don't see their, like, my friend, um, Jesse, like, her boyfriend is, I'm probably gonna say this wrong, but I think it's, like, two and a half, three hours away, um, and he, like, doesn't really come down very often, she can't go up to him very often, like, she has a busy schedule, but I know, like, for me on weekends, I'm, like, doing okay, so even if you and I were that far apart, I'd probably still make the drive on a Friday or Saturday to come see you for the weekend, you know, like, distance, hits everyone different especially kids because like for some like sienna with her can like with candon um they were they're like a 30 minute drive from each other but and for the first good portion of their relationship like neither of them could drive candon still can't drive like sienna has to drive to him and like i don't know like that just gets <laughs> that just gets kind of like hard and annoying like distance affects everyone in a different way yeah, so, like, even if it's, like, like you said, like, 30 minutes, like, 30 minutes is still 30 minutes to most mm -hmm. people, so, like, distance, if you don't live, like, right next to each other, like, in the same town, distance is distance, and so, with me, like, I think I'm pretty good with distance, just because, like, not really in, like, relationships with a significant other, but, like, my family, so, like, mm -hmm. when I was back home, yeah, I have family in California, and, like, we talk on the phone, like, I call my grandma, every morning every night like sounds pretty excessive but like I just I I like being close you to my family close. Yeah, yeah like I'm just really close to my family so like I think distance with me it's always been okay because I'm also a people pleaser and so I will do anything to make sure like everyone knows that like I'm still there but like with risk like it was hard because then I started to love physical touch so I was like wow I just want you to hold me I just want to hold you like yeah it it got we realized that, like, we also actually care so much about each other. We learned that, like, our feelings 
for each other can be very overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we needed to learn, like, how to approach that kind of stuff. Because, like, before, we were with each other. So, like, we were like, oh, like, our feelings really aren't that strong. Mm -hmm. So then over the distance, we needed to figure out how we could pinpoint what we were doing. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, sometimes you and I would just have, like, a mental breakdown with the other one because, like, we feel so safe with each other, but our emotions really are just, like, so strong for each other that exactly. sometimes, like... It's scary. Like, it's scary, and it just kind of makes you, like, break down. Like, yeah. you're just like, oh, my God, like, I just don't understand, like, why... I f like, feeling this strong for someone is just, like, weird, I guess. Like, especially, like, just, like, in the beginning, the initial part of it. Like, that doesn't happen to everyone, but for us, it was because, like, we had been in relationships before where we didn't feel anything like this. And, like, now that we know what it feels like, it's, like... I don't want to lose that. Yeah, like, like it's life-changing. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, yeah, like, we could, like, with some people, like, people can, like, do long distance. Like, it's not that hard for them. But, like, I'm not going back home for the summer. I'm not going back to Texas. I'm actually staying in Decatur. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually staying in Decatur, and it's, like, that distance isn't going to be, like, bad to me and risk. But, like, with me and my family, like... I'm going to need to learn, like, okay, when am I going to call them? When am I going to, like, be able to see them? And so distance comes in many different ways. And so you just got to be able to know, like, how you're going to be able to help yourself, but, like, help everyone else too. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Do you have any advice for any people that are in a long-distance relationship? Um, I would just say, like, don't feel bad if, like, you're on the phone with, like, your person or people. So, like, let's say, like, you have friends that, like, want to go out. You could be like, okay, like, give me an hour. I'll go out in a little bit. Like, I just really want to, like, just spend, like, an hour talking to my people or, like, my person. So, like, don't feel like you always have to, like, be with your friends but also talk to your significant other at the same time because when you're with your friends, it could be kind of, like, like a little rude, like, if you're always on your phone or, like, doing something. That. Like, that is something I still struggle with because, like, I always want to talk, but, like, you just you just have to be able to pinpoint what Setting you want to do. Setting that boundary. Exactly. Keeping that space. Exactly. Like, and don't worry about feeling like a burden if you do that. Right. Like know that it's okay to make space throughout the day for what you want to do, and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about it. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, okay, so that's all that we have on long distance. But if you guys have any other questions, you can let us know. Um, we're gonna jump into some fun questions. I didn't pre-read these, so hopefully <laughs> we like going through all of them. I might reread it and be like, never mind, we're skipping one. Yeah, right. Um, but the first one is from someone that said, I'm starting to find myself controlling. How do I stop? Um, that is a very good question. I feel like I would need more context on this to know yeah. like in what way you're being controlling. Like, Yeah, so like a little. Like uh, yeah. you're, you're noticing it, yeah. which is good. Like, you're acknowledging that this is, like, a thing. I'd say, I think when it comes to being controlling, it's when you don't trust your partner. Yeah. So, like, we talked a lot about trust in last week's episode. So, if whoever asked this is listening to this, go make sure you listen to last week's because yeah. I think that's just something that, like, goes into trust. Like, why do you feel so controlling over them? Do you not trust them to act another way? And you might be saying to yourself right now, like, well, no, I do trust them, but I'm still being controlling. Like, mm, yeah, you probably don't trust them as much as you like your mind thinks that you like, yeah. or like that you want to trust them because there's a difference between wanting to trust someone and actually doing it. 
like you can say like oh well, I, I want to trust them but like do you yeah. so I feel like if you're getting controlling it means that you've lost your trust so maybe that's more of a reflection of maybe when you lost your trust if they've done something to lo- like have lost your trust if so talk to them about it what do you think I think that's it's pretty like like Riz said there probably need to be more context on it but um, if you find yourself starting to be controlling, like, kind of ask yourself, like, when did this happen or why it happened? So, like, kind or maybe even talk to your partner. Be like, hey, I think I'm starting to be a little bit controlling with my overthinking. So I start to overthink when you go out and I don't want you to go out. Like, kind of something like that. Like, if you're overthinking about them going out, so you're yeah. like, oh, hey, I don't want you to go out. Like, you need to talk to your significant other Say, so, like, it. it makes me nervous. So maybe when they do go out, like, they communicate with you a little bit yeah. more when they're out or, like, you know who they're going to be with. Yeah. Like, and, like, it's, like okay to, it's okay to do that. But, like, don't let yourself be like, no, I just don't want you to go out. Like, I don't have to yeah. give you a reason. And they also don't, like, your partner shouldn't have to tell you their every move when they're out. Yeah. Like, this just goes into trust. Like, you need to understand why you don't trust them. Exactly. Have they given you a reason to not trust them? Because mm-hmm. if they have, this is a completely different conversation. But if they haven't given you a reason and you're just starting to, like, be like, oh, like, maybe, like, you might be self-doubt. That's a thing. Like, yeah. you might be doubting yourself, thinking that, like, oh, I'm not good enough for them. Maybe they're, like, going out to find someone better than me. You know, whatever. Or, like, you could always, like, go out with them once in a while and you can see, like, what they're doing. Like, you see, like, they're not cheating. They're not yeah. doing anything like they shouldn't be doing. Like, they're obviously, like, with you Like, sometimes but for you. some people, like, you just need to see it. Exactly, Like, just yeah. to, like, experience it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what we have on that. Yeah. Um, the next one is, what do I do when I feel like my significant other is losing feelings? Um, personally, I was a significant other that was losing feelings, and I feel like there's not really a way There's not really to s- gain those back. Yeah, it's just, like, if you, like, let's say, like, you're starting to notice it, like Riz said, like, there's nothing to do about it, but, like, maybe because then you could like think you need to love bomb but that's exactly like, not and good. like that's not the it's it's gonna fall back on you but like yeah. maybe approach your significant other and say hey i think you're starting to lose feelings like is there anything we need to talk about that yeah. that could maybe yeah. be good but at the same time like i don't really think there's don't much don't avoid it don't avoid it and i just don't think there's much you can do because if they are then like I don't think when you, when you lose feelings for someone, there's not a way to gain that back. And that's what happened in my like first relationship. Like I, I just lost those feelings and there wasn't anything that she could do. And that's what kind of sucked was that I knew like she deserved better than that. So like I made the decision to break up with her because I had lost those feelings. And like, it was hard for her to understand that. Like, I don't think she fully understood that. And we didn't really talk after the breakup, so there wasn't really a chance for either of us to talk about those types of things. But, like, if you feel like your significant other is losing feelings, it doesn't hurt to ask. Because, like, yeah. it's better to try to get an answer than not know anything at all. Exactly, because that's just going to hurt you in the end. Right. Yeah. And, like, when they are losing feelings, like, you, like we really can't do anything, which it, it sucks to say that. I mean, like, it sucks to say I can feel my partner losing feelings, but, like, I don't know what to do. Like, you've done everything you can especially if you're just being yourself, like, you shouldn't have to change yourself to make them, like, yes. gain feelings back. Yeah. Like, if they're losing feelings and you're being your whole person and your whole self, there's nothing that you can do. And if they're losing feelings, they're not your person. Yeah. It's not meant to be, and that's okay. But, like, accepting that is important. Yeah. You got anything else on that? I don't think so, no. 
Okay, we can move on to the next one. Um, what is one thing your significant other helped you realize? Am I starting? Yeah, you can okay. start. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you helped me realize? You helped me realize a lot about myself. Um, my boundary setting has really improved. You helped me realize how much I value spending time, like spending time balancing things out. That's that I think is probably like the biggest takeaway. Um, because even though I was organized when we met, you helped me organize myself more and my life and my priorities because like learning your priorities, like I, I know like a big priority for you is like your family and school and like your sport. And so like you kind of like pushed me and motivated me to do better with myself and my motivation. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's what you helped me realize. Mm, Okay. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) Um, probably for me, it'd probably be like, my self-confidence yeah. mostly because like before that is something that I've always struggled with like going through high school like now I have short hair but in high school I just was not who I was and I always look back at pictures and I'm just like wow that was really that was really me but like now like I can tell people hey like this is who I am without like hesitating or like being scared and like when I go out to stores now like I shop in the in the men's section and like before like I could not even like step into the men's section without like getting scared or nervous but like it's just kind of like that thing where like I already knew who I was like you just kind of helped me like kind of validate like yes this is who you are so like you don't always have to know who you are before but like your person can help you during the relationship to like build it more I'm glad I helped you with that Riss is giving me that smile right now nah okay okay um biggest advice about being in a relationship is the next one uh yeah the first question is how to not be as dependent on them no babe biggest advice on how to be in a relationship is the question oh that's that's a question mark (laughs) sorry guys sorry okay well you can go first then (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm not editing that out that's that's okay um okay biggest advice about being in a relationship is <laughs> oh that was a good crack what crack no that was the chair oh that sounded like a never mind I got excited never mind <laughs> um biggest advice about being in a relationship for me is probably be yourself yeah which is like you can't steal mine which is like stupid <laughs> because like you try to hide yourself at yeah first. you try to like like we're, we still get nervous with each other like I don't, but I'll, like, fart on them. Like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, but, like. Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, like, I'm comfortable with them. But, like, in the beginning, like, I was nervous. Yeah. And I didn't, You wouldn't even, like, let me see you, like, slightly upset. Or, like, you wouldn't even be as goofy as you are now. Oh, my God. I'm so bad now. (laughs) The Marissa monster. So, uh, if you guys could see her right now. Actually, no. I'm glad you guys can't see the Marissa monster because. Just continue with what you're saying. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, yeah, my biggest advice is to be yourself, which is kind of cliche, but, like, you don't want to hide who you are in a relationship because in the end, like, you're going to be dating this person for however long you date them, maybe the rest of your life. Like, if you're pretending to be someone else, you're going to have to keep up that act. Like, I get that some people are actors and actresses, but you should not be acting in your daily life. Like, you should be able to be who you are. And this goes for not even a relationship, but just in general. Like, being yourself is probably the best thing that you can do. Hopefully, yourself is, like, a good person, you know? <laughs> like, like, you shouldn't have to act like anyone that you're not. 
Yeah. And, like, for me, even though risk was what you gave was a good one, uh-huh. um, I think it would probably – that's that's a good question. <laughs> um, don't lose – don't lose your values. So, like, for me, yeah. like, my family. Like, I, I know I keep saying that and stressing it, but, like, I, I just, I love my family a lot. And so, like, being able, because so, like, the other day, my mom had posted on Aww. her Facebook. Um, she was like, hey, send me a picture of you and Riss. So, like, of course, I'm going to send it. Like, I love to send pictures of me and Riss to whoever I can. And um, my mom, like, supports so much. And she had made her cover photo on Facebook the picture of all the kids, like me, my three brothers, my sister, and my dad. But then in the cover photo, there was a picture of me and Riss. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, that's that's kind of crazy. But, like, I would just say don't lose your values. So, like, for me, what was important was, like, tennis. Tennis is also very important to me. Like, I want to be able to, like, teach others. That's going to be your career. Exactly. Like, like, that's my career. So, like, even if it's just a sport, like, don't, don't, lose, don't lose your values. Because, like, mine's family, school, my sport, and, like, even, like, little things, like, I like to go outside sometimes and just watch the sunset. Like, don't lose what you want to do just because you're trying to be good enough for somebody else. Yeah, I like that. Um, the next thing that we have is the one that Dia already Oh, to my say. goodness. Okay. Um, but it's how to not be as dependent on them. I think we kind of got into this a little bit yeah. earlier. But the next ones are ones that we kind of got into earlier, so we might skip a few. Yeah, like, the other ones are, like, how to trust how to not get jealous. Like, so. these all kind of feed into each other, yeah. but, like, it's important to be your own person. How to not be as dependent on them. Probably, if you find yourself becoming emotionally or physically dependent on them, that would mean, like, spending less time with them. Yeah. Which is kind of hard. Like, you don't necessarily want to spend less time with your partners, but, like, sometimes that w- that's what sometimes, you need Sometimes, yeah, you need it. So, like, just kind of set that boundary with yourself. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to put my phone away so that way I'm not constantly checking it to text back. Like, I'm not constantly wanting them to text me or, like, trying to look at it. Just kind of maybe put your phone on Do Not Disturb or go outside and leave your phone inside. Go for a walk and yeah. leave your phone or just try to do more things for yourself that you can do. This goes in, yeah, like self-care. Yeah. Don't do not do lack of self-care. Yeah. Do the opposite. But do, do more for yourself, yeah. Yeah. And, like, with how to trust and how to not get jealous. Like, how to not get jealous is having trust and how to trust is communicating with your partner yeah you just really like i think that's yeah like wrist will be like hey like this person like i used to have a crush on them or something but like i don't anymore and it's like she communicated that with me so like now it's just like okay like wrist will tell me like hey this person or like i had a situation ship with this like you have to be able to be comfortable and tell you tell tell your partner like hey me and this person had something but i want you to know like it was never serious and like i really want you so you have to be able to, like, kind of be good with your words in that yeah. kind of way to tell your partner. Yeah, and I think that just comes with time. Some yeah. of the people that ask some of these questions are younger, so, like, just know, like, these things come with time. Exactly. And, like, you'll learn more as you go. Yeah. Um, this next one is my <laughs> favorite question. It's, can I say it? Yeah, because it's just so stupid. So, like, this this question is, how do I break up with someone? I posted something about <laughs> questions about relationships, and this person responded, how do I break up with someone? Um, if you're in that relationship and you want to break up, I just, why why did you get into it? Like, I maybe mean, maybe you wanted them in the beginning, but, like, yeah, don't I, keep I leading it on. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't really necessarily ask, like, why'd you get into it? Yeah. I would more just ask, like, what changed to make you not want to be in it anymore? Yeah. Like, take it as a learning opportunity, learn what happened learn what worked, like, learn what didn't. Um, I don't necessarily know how to break up with them. 
I guess, like, I just, I've had really bad experiences with breakups. Like, one was, like, terrifying and in person. <laughs> like, you definitely, depending on how long it was, like, if you were together or a thing for over probably, like, two or three months, then I would say, like, if you were, like, having those strong feelings, strong or, like, stronger feelings for each other for more than two or three months, I would say an in-person conversation is probably something that you'd want to have. Um, but, like, I dated someone for, like, a couple weeks, so it doesn't really count. But, like, my therapist broke up with them for me <laughs> over text, <laughs> over text. Um, so they don't know that my therapist did that. But it was really well-worded. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I'd say breaking up with someone is definitely something to do in person. Um, if you are a child, you probably don't need to worry about that. But when you're older, kind of, like, our age and stuff, like... It's the mature thing to do. It, yeah, it's, it's the mature thing to do. It's not easy. It's hard. But breaking up with someone over text is a lot worse. And although it's, like, I guess easier... It's, don't always take the easy way don't, out. Yeah, don't take the easy way out, especially if you had strong feelings for this person. Like, show them some respect. So yeah. that's probably all we have to say on that one. Do you have anything else on that one? Just good luck. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Let us let us know how that goes. Yeah. Um, the next one is from the same person. It is, how do I let someone know I subtly like them? So first we're talking about breaking up with someone, and now we're talking about liking someone new. I just think that that's hilarious. Um. How do, how do I let someone know I like them subtly? Um, how do we flirt? Uh, What's our flirting game? Let's let's get into we this. We don't have flirting game with yes, each other. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We totally Literally, do. Okay, I mean, come on. Your flirting game was not. You posted a video and exposed I didn't mean yourself. To. I didn't mean to, but I still had to flirt with you afterwards. I yeah. did. Yeah, you we, did. We still flirt with each other. Like, we're in a relationship, but we still be like, hey, oh, Okay, don't do that. I could say a couple things on how we flirt, but whatever. Like, just even, like, um, like physical touch. Yeah. Like, like maybe putting your hand on their shoulder, like, holding their hand. Or, like, or like I don't know. There's something about, like, if you put your hand on, like, their back or, like, lower back. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. like, a physical way of, like, showing you like someone. I like saying Another hey. way is just, like, making more eye contact with them. Like, if you're in a big group, like what that thing. just like making more eye contact with that person what why are you making that face there's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be a like two second pause in there um <laughs> yeah just making eye contact to flirt like in a big group or something like maybe being closer to them or talking to them um that those are, like, kind of, like, subtle ways to, like, show interest. But, like, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, a subtle way to, like, tell someone you like them. Maybe, like, ask to hang just, out a little more. Yeah, or, like, just telling that. Like, you. There's it, not, that's like, kind of hard. It's not subtle. Like, just be like, yo, I like you. Like, let's go out, you know? Yeah. I can't put yourself out there. I can't really say anything because, like, I wouldn't be like that. You gave up after, like, a day of trying to find me on Instagram. No, I, okay, listen. That's not how that works. That is so not how that works. I stalked the Instagram of your tennis team, but your name isn't the name that's on this. You cannot blame me for that, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. Um, our last question is, should I get them a gift for holidays? What do you think? Um, I know for, like, um... That's kind of hard because, like, it just kind of depends. Like, the birthday, Valentine's Day, maybe Christmas, like, you know. But, like, 
some people do gifts for each other for, like, Easter. And, like, me and Riss, when Easter came, yeah. we were like, hey. like It was, like, a day before we were like, are you getting me a gift for yeah, Easter? Yeah, and I was like, no. And I was like, no. Like, was I supposed to get you a gift? Um, maybe, like. That's something to communicate with yeah, your partner. Like, because, like, you don't usually want to get them something. That kind of sounds selfish. Not getting them something unless they get you something. Like, it's more like a mutual exchange. Yeah, I would just say kind of, like, talk to your partner or significant other and be like, hey, like, for holidays, are you going to want to do gifts? Or, like, maybe a gift Specific could be, like, a... holidays. Yeah, like a homemade card for, like, maybe like, Thanksgiving or something. Like, like, Valentine's Day is a holiday to probably get a gift for your significant other. That's what yeah. it's made for. Yeah. Um, birthdays are then, a holiday. Christmas is yeah, a maybe holiday. Christmas. Maybe the other holidays, that's, I would just ask. That's about it, though, yeah, I'd say. Like, I would ask. I'm not going to get you a gift for the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, no. Our least favorite holiday. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't think we would... No, I would just I would just say ask your significant other like what they yeah. feel and just kind of kind of figure it out then. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you have any takeaways or anything from this episode or the last one that you want to? Mm. I would just say like make sure you know how you're feeling in your relationship. That is also very important. So if you are a people pleaser and you want to always make sure your partner is okay, please make sure you are okay first. Facts. I agree with that. Just be yourself. Be the person that you are. Don't try to hide yourself. I'd say that's that's, that's pretty, pretty much that's it pretty for today. Good, yeah. um, okay, well, remember that you guys did the best that you could today, and that's all you can ask of yourself. Remember that you matter, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Let us know if you like this episode. We'll see you guys later. Bye.